What's up and welcome back to another Wakeskate Wednesday. As always, you're with your host, Maddie, and I am joined by my co-host, Dale. What's up, guys? What's up, Maddie? Good to be back in the pussy, recording another one of these things. Hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, dude, definitely. Always good to be back at home and recording, um, doing another one this week. This week, we sit down with Trey Seneff. Trey is the founder of Blackwater Junction, as well as the organizer or the lead organizer, should I say, of um, Junction Function, a Wakeskate event in Virginia, which is going down in July. Um, we sit down with Trey, we chat to him about his progress in Wakeskating, how he got involved to, you know, finally getting the property and then the organizing of Junction Function. And we cover a couple of questions too for you guys who are keen to go. But before we do that, Taco, I believe you have some Wakeskate news for us as we do each week. What's new on that side? Yeah, so a couple of things happened this week. So let's pull up the news bulletin over here. I don't know if you guys have been, obviously, if you've been following on Instagram, because I'm sure you guys are. Um, we, if you follow Nick Taylor um, and the CDU page, CDU having Nick on, on the team and being one of their main ambassadors, got a whole bunch, uh, got a whole crew together down to Miami, which I think consisted of him, Coco Mendez, Brian Grubb, Parks Bonifay. I'm not sure if there's anybody else from the wake side that was there, but they basically took out Leticia Buffoni and uh, Jamie Foy. Um, so they took them out wake skating in Miami, which was pretty cool. Just, uh, um, you know, it's, it's quite cool to expose some, Big, level, big name skateboarders into yeah. to wake skating and to get them their take on it. And it was pretty cool to see because, I mean, Leticia went and rode doubles with Nick and stuck two shoves in a row, which is pretty pretty cool for your first time wake skating, pretty good. And uh, later on, you saw in the video that um, Jamie Foy stuck a freaking money front big out in the flats. So, yeah, that's pretty cool to see. And, yeah, hopefully it's pretty cool. He's going to do more stuff like this in the future. So, yeah, let's see what they, they've got a new marketing manager, I think. And, yeah, looks like he's, he's got his head on, head on right and he wants to promote wake skating and toad water sports. So, it'll be interesting to see what else he does. Okay, we got um, coming up this weekend, as we've said in last week's episode, actually. Um, Wakeskate Weekend, hosted by Leo Labadans and Maxime Giri. And that is going to be taking place at South Wake Park, um, if it's in France, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, that's the weekend. Let me just pull up the date here so I don't get it wrong. Yeah, 27th and the 28th of June. And as far as I know, there are still another three spots 
available last time I checked. But if you go follow them on Instagram at Wakeskate Weekend, they've got all the details on there. And they've also announced the next um, the next event, which is going to be at, if I pronounce it correctly, Pool, Pool Wake Park, also in France. Um, and you'll see that's, I think that's one of uh, Maxime's home home spots. You see him right there a lot, the one with all the brown, the brown obstacles. Um, yeah, so that's probably going to be pretty cool. And that's also July 10th and 11th. So yeah, keep just keep up to date with the Wakeskate Weekend uh, Instagram page and um, send any questions their way. Um, also, as a little bit of a collaboration with the Wakeskate Weekend, we are giving them access to our Instagram page over the weekend this weekend. They're going to go live um, most likely Saturday, um, but we haven't just, we haven't decided yet, but we're going to speak to Leo tomorrow and then finalize all the details and we will post that information up on our page so you can see what goes on at the event. And then last little bit of news for this week was um, Tal McKesta, that's how you say it, name it correctly, a little ripper out of, um, is it Spain? Spain yeah. yeah, Spain. Um, yeah, she's a two times world champion, junior world champion and a European champion in the wake skating. And yeah, she is shredding and oh, looks like this, she stuck first kickflip. So well done, Telma. It's a pretty cool milestone for any wake skater. And uh, yeah, not, not very many girls and especially girls her age, any people who are age, riders who are age doing kickflips. So yeah, congrats. And yeah, we look forward to seeing more from you. And yeah, that's about it for this week <laughs> in the news. Yeah, no, I mean, that's all really really good promising stuff in the the world of wake skating right there i think getting the likes of leticia and jamie cruising around with nick and it's you know especially to see coco joining one of those things was really cool um really cool crew looked super fun and then yeah i mean moving forward to all the events coming up and stuff that's all really really exciting you know lots of wake skate events on the coming up for the next for everyone who's in summer but <laughs> yeah, definitely not us. But um, yeah, I think the the highlight for me is definitely the Tama Tama Caster, the the kickflip. I think, like you said, you know, that's any wake skater. That's a massive monument in your career. And for us to see a young lady, you know, doing this and coming out and absolutely killing it with that kickflip is really cool. Yeah. yeah, and she's the future of the sport. I mean. So it's it's cool to see that she's going to be now pushing the ladies forward from now on. So anyone that's coming after her as well, you know, the, the levels is going to get higher and higher, which is really cool to see as well. Yeah, I know for sure. And I mean, that kickflip was good, like good, dude. That was I, when you say it was better, probably better than my first one. So like, I think yeah, we're all going to have to watch our backs. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. And I mean, if you've seen any of her other riding. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be long before she's just going to be banging those out in her runs easy. Yeah, she's she's quite the the consistent machine here from what I've heard and from what I've seen. Like she's pretty used to laying it down in a run or anything like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's what what looks like to me she's going to be the female version of Daniel Grant coming up because she wakeboards as well. So she's just going to be like shredding on that wake skate. 
Right, that's awesome. So always good to see. I know um, something we wanted to do after last week's podcast is we had a couple, we had a question come in, you know, and obviously we want to be open to taking in questions from wake skaters. Did we have any questions this week that came in, Dale? Yeah, we, we got a question from a wake skater in Germany uh, named Sven. And um, yeah, he said that, first of all, he gave us, um, he said he really enjoyed the podcast. Uh, guys, feel free to send us any feedback. We, we like to hear from you and we do it for you guys. So what he wanted to know is he, he was interested to hear um, our position on the IWWF and wake skating within the IWWF um, because he, he thinks that it deserves a stronger, a stronger place in official competitions, which is it's definitely a standpoint that I agree with. Um, for those of you who don't know what the IWWF is, basically there are two associations in wakes, wakeboarding and wake skating, um, major associations that organize the, the big international tournaments. Uh, one being the WWA, which operates mainly on the American side of things. Um, and then you get the IWWF, which operates, I think the, the, the rest of the operation <laughs> yeah, is the rest of the world. They, they, they operate out of Europe and they, they host all the European competitions and the, the world, the IWF worlds. Um, they do cable and boat. And as far as I know, they've never done a Wakesgate IWWF world championship on boat. I think it's been on, on cable, but they've never held um, a boat, like a boat division for Wakesgating in the IWF worlds, which is a bit of a pity. Because when I was competing again, that would have been cool to go to. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what are our positions on it? I mean, I th I've always think competition is good, um, just for you know getting people together and um, showcasing the sport. So I don't think competition is a bad thing. Um, whether or not RWF rules are conducive to the type of wake skating that we want to see is another point. I mean, like on the cable side of things, it's kind of like, I think you get, you, you get two runs. Is that correct? So from what I've heard, I mean, I know when we were riding IWWF and when I rode the worlds in Norway and that stuff, it's, you had two runs and if you fall, your run's done. But I do know that, Susanna and a couple of other guys had been working close with the federations. And I think the last few, I don't know if they got it right in Worlds, but I know in the Europeans and stuff, they got uh, pickups and stuff. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good to hear. I'd not too sure. I'd have to actually double check with um, Susanna and follow up and see how that still, that format is still running. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely not the same. Or, <laughs> um, this is basically like do your two your two rounds you don't get a four well we used to not be able to get a four but and then what do they count your best run or how does it work in the cable side of things yeah so it's two two runs they take your your best score out of the two your best run pretty much counts okay okay yeah so i mean that's uh I suppose you got to i don't know it's a bit of a difficult situation to to debate against because on one hand it's like you you have to set sort of standard rules for competition for everybody but on the other hand 
like does it really showcase a sport the way you want it to be showcased whereas like tour like like the wake skate tour where you have this jam session format it just um, pushes the level of riding a lot higher but then again how do you judge it on on different on on like the what do they say the olympic standard where they've got to sort of regiment it a little bit more because that's what basically the iwf is is the olympic it's, it's it goes to like the olympic sort of format yeah your olympic vibe um yeah it, it is a tough one and it's a bit of a it is a bit of a catch-22 because i think to blame the lack of representation of wake skating in IWWF completely on the federation would be quite unfair because a lot of wake skaters pulled out and pulled back mainly because of these rules that we spoke about. But at the same time, there were people like Susanna, you know, that pushed through to try and and better the format. I think the WWA format of one full lap with two pickups is sounds a lot, a lot more like a lot friendlier, but also isn't, as conducive to wake skating too because the problem is you fall a lot on a wake skate and the one thing i did like about the rwwf is yeah for sure i had only really one fall but when i fell i got to like reset you know yeah yeah having said that though the nice thing about falling in wwa is that all the tricks you landed still count so it's it is it's a tough one and it is a conundrum and i mean i I'll say like straight up like the 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 stress and the like the devs and the pressure of riding IWWF is definitely way more intense than say a jam format, but probably not more intense than a jam format in the wake skate tour at the highest level. You get just as nervous and there's just as much strategy involved, and you have to be just as consistent in those jam session formats. I think a big misconception about the jam sessions is that it's like Oh, just go try your best trick for whole heat. You have to do a two trick line and then you have to land that line clean for that line to count. Whereas, you know, the level of IWWF is a lot more tricks, but maybe not at the same level uh, as your, as your tour. But I think it's going to take, it's going to take a compromise from both us as wake skaters and the federations. I do however, yeah. understand wake skaters frustrations with IWWF because I mean, I remember when we were there, they told us, they were like, if you do a kickflip switch, it counts as a normal one unless you do it both ways and stuff like that, which really is enough to drive us crazy. Um, also, you know, in the true spirit of the sport, we kind of are a bit of a rebellious and core, you know, um, breed. That's where we come from. That's where a lot of us come from. We don't come from completely like IWWF water skiing families. You know, a lot of them are skate families and like, you know, we did it to rebel. We did it because we didn't want to be like, the main crew that's why you wake skate so yeah it's a tough one it's uh it's gonna as wake skating grows you're gonna get different personalities and i think they will help aid that presentation in your different federations yeah i totally agree with you there and like what you were saying with um the wake skaters coming through like Susanna and them going to try to change the format a little bit i think if you want if you, if you want to take anything away from this i mean our position like what our position on RWF um, contests is that, I mean, I feel like contests are necessary. Um, and yeah, it's, it's also necessary to, to, to put money into the sport, to get sponsors involved. And, and, you know, the more money that's in the sport, the the bigger it comes and the more people that do it. And it just makes the sport grow. So 
as a wake skater, you, you want that, you, you want the, the sport to grow. So, um, you know, as much as we, we don't always like, um, the format or whatever, like, like Susanna's doing, like she's trying to get the wake together to, to, to push for new legislation in, in the, in the, in the, um, federation. So, my point, my advice or whatever would be not advice, but just suggestion would be like, you know, if you, if you want, if you want change, then, you know, go support these events and enter and, and get your, get your other wake skaters friends to go enter. And, you know, the more, the more wake skaters they have entering, the more willing they'll be to change and to cater to, to more people. Cause I find that's, why they didn't always cater to us is because not a lot of people would enter. So if you do like the competition and you, you know, just support it and things will change as, as it evolves. So. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And then like a good point you brought up there was like, you know, the, the whole Olympic side and the, and the, and the growing of the sports and everything like that. And, what IWWF allows and what I think a lot of people don't see is government funding. People, wake skaters who are getting the chance to fly places for free because their government is paying for them to do that. I mean, at one stage, I know um, Marcel and Moritz from Germany were essentially part of the German military, but all they had to do was wake skate. If they needed to get called up, they would. So it was almost a national service, but they were wake skating which was really cool, you know, and like the Italian, like that whole fraternity and the way they look after their riders and pay for their riders. And we were really like, you know, when we went over, we got funded by the government. You had coverage from TV people and like all these stations and the sport got a hell of a lot of legs through that, just that RWF contest because they do open up to that government funding. So if that means governments are going to put money into cables and start putting money into sending people overseas, then I'm, you know, I, you can't argue with that and you can't not support something that's going to do that. Is it the core of the sport? No, but it's the same argument as if it's the Olympics, the core of skating? No, but it might build skate parks and make governments build skate parks. And that's where the win is. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's a very good point. I don't think we can, I think we've said pretty much all we can say on that topic, but um, yeah. yeah. It could, it yeah, could it be a, either be a whole nother episode or... um We've we've reached our limit, but I think uh, hopefully that Sven. Hopefully that answers your question. Was it Sven? Yeah, Sven. Yeah, it was Sven. That was Sven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sven Gala from Germany. So thanks, thanks for listening, Sven, and uh, thanks for your questions. Yeah. So, guys, keep them coming. Um, if you don't, just DM us, just whatever you want to know, or if you've got something that you want us to discuss, whatever. Um, yeah, send it through. Or even if you you want to talk, you want you want to discuss something with us, we can organize a Zoom call at some stage. Like. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's um, yeah, we want to make this for you guys. So, yeah, that's about it. Um, and I think now we should yeah, get onto the interview, eh? Yeah, let's get yeah, trained. Train. See how it goes. Yeah. Alrighty. People don't really know about you as far as wake skating goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> hidden away in Virginia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. That's the thing. So, how did you get started with wake skating in Virginia? Like, how did that? How did that even happen? We we moved to the lake 
uh, me with my parents, like, um, that was pro, I don't know, 15 years ago or something like that. And uh, I just saw somebody like wakeboarding. Uh, we got a wakeboard. I was in like some local wakeboard competition. My parents made me enter and was like, just doing indie grabs wake to wake. And then I got like a free wakeboard mag as a, it, like it was just a free magazine and it was looking through it and saw wake skate and was like, that's tight. I think it was like Colin Wright or something doing like a shove inside out. And I just like bought one of the cheap ones in the den. And then you and dude. So you and you were hooked. Yeah. So you started um, mostly then behind the boat, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, like jet ski and boat. I had like a good buddy from here, uh, Brent Taylor. Just like um, just a good buddy of mine, and we got into it together. And he had a jet ski. I had a jet ski, and it was just like lived like ten minutes away by by jet skis we just go and ride like had nothing else to do at like 15 you know what i mean like 14 and just like ride like all the time yeah for sure <laughs> um so you so you had like a, a riding buddy there you weren't just you weren't just like wakes get out there wakes getting by yourself with like your dad pulling you or anything like that um i had my dad pull me a bunch of my mom pull me like whoever was down to pull me i was down to ride but luckily like like I said, me and Brent just rode like a stupid amount. <laughs> so we both progressed pretty good, and then he just like stopped doing it as much, but he's still stoked. Dude, that, that's but, awesome. That's cool. And then when did you – I mean, I know I met you at like – I think it was the first Battle Falls I met you. Were you coming to Orlando or like going to those trips, those wake skate contests a while before that? When did you start like realizing, oh, there's like this – really cool scene i need to go check it out i remember being just kind of looking i was on like wakeskate.com and all that jazz and um ended up uh seeing like the first uh wakeskate tour thing the retention and ended up going to like the very first retention and pretty much went to any one that was feasible for me like within doing like a trip you know what I mean, between like work or whatever else. And just kept going, you know what I mean? And then eventually, I guess it was like, I went to college for a little bit, you know, and <laughs> just checked it out. And like, yeah, decided it was probably better if I don't continue. <laughs> and then uh, ended up moving to Orlando and just hanging out and working and wake skating. Chilling. That's awesome. Dude. That's cool. Yeah. And then, you i mean i remember you talking about the property for a while like that was, it wasn't like a recent thing like you've been you've been working and that was a goal for you for like a long long time when did uh when did the idea for blackwater junction come about i know you spoke to me i mean i think you spoke to me about it at next first suwanee so it was a it's been, a, it's been a lot of work. well i remember seeing everybody putting up all their like backyard spots and i was like we had a pond on a farm I was like, I'm building a drop. We're going to do this. We'll ride it all the time. And then that never happened. I moved to Florida. was just hanging out. I was there for like two and a half years or something like that. And then my parents ended up getting a new farm that was uh, where the first one was like 30 minutes away. This, this new one was, you know what I mean, a mile down the road. And they're like, there's a pond on this one. Then you should, you can come back and do this. And I'm like, I got to, I've 
have a house, a job. Like I'm chilling. Like I'm just going to stay here. And then it was like thinking about it. And it's like, man, I, I just want to do that instead. And you know what I mean? Thinking like, Oh, I can open to the public and try to make some money off of this. And you know, and my quality of life's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not making a ton of money, but it's fun. Oh, I did. I, yeah. I think um, the trade off is, is pretty much worth it. If you, uh, Oh yeah. Get away. Yeah, as long as you get to wake skate most days or do what you love. I feel like that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean I I like I I was busting my ass this morning working on some stuff, but it's like it's worth it cuz you know what I mean it's going to pay off in the long run. Exactly, exactly. You're happy to do it. Big boy proved it. Yeah, definitely. No, that's definitely. Dude. And then um cuz I mean you had how long did you have you had Blackwater for a while before you, you decided, okay, we're going to do junction function. Yeah. I, I wanted to do it the whole time, but it just doesn't it's hard. I'm not a great planner and we, we, we stay busy here with all kinds of stuff. Me and my brother also grew like CBD and stuff. So we're farming now. and whatnot. <laughs> it was always like, I don't know that we can do this. And then, um, like just started talking with like Jake and he was like, we should do an event and all this stuff. And then it just kind of took off from there and made the event happen. You know what I mean? And now, now that it happened once and it was obviously worked out pretty good. I'm sick to just keep doing it. Anybody knows it was pretty successful. I'd say. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, we just, the video that you guys are premiering tonight, we, we've just watched it and it looked like, a really fun event, some real high level riding as well. Just really sure. good vibes. Yeah, I was stoked. The the three guys like Ole, Mari, and Max came from Europe and never even been to the US and like they came to Franklin County, Virginia. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> probably freaked out all the people in the gas station around here. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that's so true. I remember um, going to like Valdosta and like Ben's spot in retention and then <laughs> you go to the gas station or like the restaurant and they're like, so where are you from? And everyone's like telling their story and they always leave me for last. And then they're like, yeah, I'm from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, and then they just, yeah, they completely freak out. So I can imagine the same thing happening with um, Maori and Max and all that. But they, I mean, we had them on yeah, dude, and all of them say it's like that was their favorite wake skate event they've been to. It was really fun, and like we got because of the sponsors, obviously, it was you know it made it worth it for the riders. But like especially like Leaf, Alex Victor hooked it up. You know what I mean? It's basically like it was everybody, all the sponsors and everything helped. But it was a Leaf competition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that- the- that's cool. I mean, Alex has been in it, oh, geez, for a super long time, and you've been riding for Leaf as long as as long as I've known. How how does that relationship come about? Like, tell us more about Leaf and more about your riding with him. <laughs> so basically, the reason how I met Alex is like, I don't know the first or second retention. One of the, I think it was the second one. We went down, and it was it's a really long drive, and it was like me and a buddy, and we were just tired and worn out we get there and alex's spot is like really close to the pond and then we ended up putting our tent like right here like in front of his tent not even knowing how like close <laughs> we were to it and then like you know what i mean and it was like oh what's up we're camping neighbors like <laughs> and then i like i i landed like i i had never even done like a trick down a drop before and i was like 
oh, I don't want to, I want to look sick while I'm at this competition. So I just like started hucking burial heels was like the only thing I tried before I even like ollied the draw. And then after like the first retention and then like all the practice and stuff, I like landed one burial heel. Like it was my first trick down a drop. And Alex was like, uh, team together. And it's like, sick, let's do it. Awesome. Yeah, dude, that's that's an awesome <laughs> that's a really cool story. Um dude, that's that's crazy. So you were, you've been doing varial heels for a long time then. It, yeah, I landed that first one like forever ago after all those tries and then it was like and then I learned like shoves and big spins and kick flips and then like varial heels like years and years later. Like <laughs> I just started strong. <laughs> Completely going against uh, Maddie's uh, um, tutorial setup. Yeah, you like supposed to learn <laughs> shove first. You're like, no, you got to learn varial heel first, then you go to shove. Well, I, like, well, I could do, I could do most of the tricks, but just in the flats, and I had never done anything down the trough. But it's like, just go for broke. You know what I mean? It's a competition. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I now, if anybody's listening, I would highly recommend starting to ollie at first and stuff. Maybe supposed to shove. Probably would work to my advantage. Dude, that's so true though. But at, at those contests, like that would happen. That was like a real thing. Like you were like, okay, I don't have time to go front board, shove out this rail. I've got to, I've got to shove front board it if I want to make through, even though I've never done it down a rail or I've never done it on a drop. Yeah. I've never done this trick. You, I was just like, I don't want to fall on an alley and look like a fool. At least I'm falling on like a good trick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I at least want to look like I know I can do this trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dude that that's classic though so then yeah so then you met him and then he put the team together and then and then leave for a while you got it, it was, was gnar for a while yeah so it was like gnar skates and then he just kind of wanted to change it up and we got t-max on there and then that's where i think t-max came up with the idea of leaf and then been rolling with it ever since it's pretty sick yeah, and then we got like Jake and Trav. And yeah, I was about to say. Then after that, the team got crazy. Quite a heavy team, yeah. Yeah, it was like Ruben, that kid from um, from the Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands. Of course. Dude, that's that's so cool. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's cool to just see them still going, and I know they're like a solid board that a lot of the guys enjoy. Um, there, see, that's what if anybody asked, I say like Leafs are the best boards, and it's like. I'm sure it's some prejudice, but they're really good. You know what I mean? Like, there's some good wake skates. Like, if you ever like got a chance to ride one, like they're, they're nice. Uh, at this point, if anyone's buying any wake skate, I'm happy. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying <laughs> buy whatever y'all want to buy, but <laughs> and Mark, take my word for it. Really and what's sick? What's sick as well is that the, there's a lot of like smaller companies making wake skates. Yeah. They're making really good wake skates and they're supported. You know, it's not just the big guys like Liquid Force or Hyperlight. Like they don't really even doing wake skates anymore. It's all yeah. the small guys. And it's cool that they the skates are quality and people are supporting them. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, by all means, like it was sick with all the wakeboard companies doing it and stuff. But like, even if there's not like a lot of funding, it's just cool to see like, all these little people that are still like, okay, we're going to make wake skates. You know what I mean? Even if there's not a lot of money, we're still going to try to do it because that's what we want to do and stuff. So it's cool to see what will come from all this stuff. Like 
you think about at some point skateboarding like they go through their ups and downs you understand know, look what it is now so i'll still be yeah. uh, that's what i said to maddie the other day it's like we just gotta stick with it yeah Dude, just don't stop don't <laughs> stop wave skating whether it goes up or down just don't stop <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do it either way it's gonna be fun um i see keaton asked he said talk us through all the wild stuff you handled out at valdosta like the zigzag you handed out <laughs> like, and i had a i had something i tried out some new wake skate shoes and some vans and i'm not hating on the vans but i had worn them in real good and i had like a little piece of plastic or something and i had like the gnarliest blister like the whole time on the back of my ankle <laughs> especially like doing that zigzag i like i just wanted to keep just hit some kinks you know what I mean? just see what i could do and it's like set it up and it's like if you come off that side of the rail you had to like run it out and it's like i'm trying to step lightly because my foot hurt and stuff like, it, it's like just, just being a part of that video and stuff and like with all those guys it's like all right, I'm not. I can't really kickflip in anything right now. I don't really want to do that. So what? What can I do to or something? Dude, you still had some hammers though in that part. I know mean, that was yeah, crazy. Was, yeah. Dude, the double flip was so like so perfect. Like yeah, the land. That was yeah, one I mean, of the best. Yeah, one of the better looking double flips around. <laughs> yeah, I'll go out every once in a while and just like just hop stuff as fast as I can and see what's possible. <laughs> Double flip comes around more than some. The, the king of huck, the double flip, the veil heels. You just, <laughs> I think you. I need that double veil heel now. <laughs> oh yeah, dang dude, that'd be, that'd be that'd be crazy. So <laughs> I tried one of the days, smacked the hell out of my ankle. Oh yeah, I can I can imagine <laughs> that taking your ankle taking such a knock. Um, you've got you've got quite a few unique tricks that you do though, like. Oh, dude, like, I don't even know where to start, but you do quite a few that you don't see a lot of other people doing. What was that like a, a conscious decision you made? Or you like, oh, I want to do some tricks that are different? I've, or was it something that you just thought of? You're like, this feels good. Let me go for it. Yeah, like it just depends. Like um, a lot of the stuff, like here, it's like if I, I get to ride, I'll probably ride like at least five days a week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm do all the you know what i mean every time i'm riding i'm still doing big spins and all the you know what i mean like that's what i'm doing mostly and then if it's like oh we're gonna try to film something it's like oh well let me try this or something i don't know trying to get creative we got clark davis comes out here a lot and wake skates for us and so he gives me some inspiration you know yeah and he's he's super creative he's very unique yeah or if y'all seen like uh alex ames he came out here and was doing the sickest stuff last year for the contest was like getting on the one of the flat rails and like laying back like laying all the way back and stuff like it's Dang. cool steezy stuff you don't see all the time that's cool it's cool that there's a lot of guys that are like oh man super, david's out here a bunch too shredding super super unique um right so uh, like right now, Blackwater Junction, if any wake skaters, you know, watching or listening, if they want to come there, what's the deal? Do they contact you? Do they email you? Do they, can they message you directly? Can they just be like, hey, yeah, Trey? You can, you can call me, email me, message me, whatever whatever works. We have like, it's, we're still just kind of doing like appointment only stuff right now. If, if anybody wanted to come out and 
take a long trip. We got some camping space and everything else. Like we got some accommodations. There's no, um, we don't have any cabins or anything like that, but bring some tents and get the showers and the bathrooms and everything else covered. That's all you need really, dude. Yeah. I think waste skaters, if anything, are resourceful. <laughs> um, just on the topic of the junction function and everything, um, I know you had the you had the amateur division and the uh, what's it the veterans division last year. Yeah, the best. Like I mean, yeah. we we always we always see like the pro division. That's what we mainly see on the websites and everything. But how how did those divisions go? Did you guys get a lot of uh, entries yeah. and how was that? So the I was really stoked on the am division. It's just harder to there's a lot of it was a lot of riding to cover for like Marcus making the video and stuff like that. So yeah, for sure, there's a lot to cover, but. The AMS, I was really stoked on the, the AMS division because there was, um, I can't remember exactly, maybe like 10 guys or something like that. But everybody was was throwing down. You know what I mean? It was like one of the, some of the first, like they would have done just fine in those first wake skate tours. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's cool to see how much it's advanced. And it's like the, the pro is still, you know what I mean? Throwing some heat. And but these guys in Am, uh, I don't remember exactly what Clark's win in line was, but like in like the final thing, like every single one of those dudes got like some kickflip down the first drop, trick down the second one. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty pretty intense. Yeah, that's really sick. You know? Good so, to see uh, that the the sport is growing. Yeah, I've already got a bunch of guys signed up for the Am this year as well. The uh, that's really awesome. Last year we did like the vets division and we had like John Warwick and, and Alex Vicka and it was sick. I just kind of, just for time wise, I figured I'd switch it up, give the, the ladies some time to shine kind of thing and try to do like a women's yeah, division sure. and give them some, give them some of the action. It's always good to see the ladies division as well. We've yeah. like, we've tried to have the ladies division here, but we've only got like one or two girls right in. That's what it is. Sometimes it's, it's difficult. Like something smaller, like it is what it is. Like I don't, if they do it, like you know what I mean. The more the merrier. But and then anybody, yeah, exactly. it's like anybody in like they wants to do like the vets division or something to sign up for AM, like you know what I mean. Still good stuff. Yeah, de- de- definitely. I mean, it's like you say, it's just uh, it's giving those, those people an opportunity to ride the same setup and just feel like they have their own little contest and their own battle makes such a difference, you know, yeah. when they don't have to ride against, you know, you or like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was definitely overwhelming when, when I was getting into the stuff. Like, it's still overwhelming. <laughs> dude, like, dude, dude. It's like, what? Like, yeah. how do you, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, <laughs> yeah, de- definitely, dude. I remember like, uh, my first, my first heat against Andrew, um, yeah, and like, and, I, and I rode and I went and, and I landed my first line and they were doing the live scoring at the moment. Yeah, and Andrew, had, Andrew hadn't gone off the dock yet and my name was above his and I was like, someone take a photo real quick before Andrew does his line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, I this had, like, moment. The same thing. I was in there with like Austin and some and like Nick Robinson or something. It was like I remember thinking the same thing. Like, yes, I'm up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy it's it is and like you say you know and i think that's that's actually more like one of the successes of of blackwater that like you say you know is such a good event just because you've you've come through that you've, you know exactly what position those guys are in and you can feel it and 
you know, it's, it's a really important thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of fun having everybody out. We had like a really, a really good group of people out last year and I'm sure it'll be the same this year. So stoked. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, um, I mean, you know, we, we've seen the video or well, we've seen it and you go, we're going to launch it, um, after this, after this live feed, it's going to be up and, but for looking forward to to twenty twenty, is there anything different we can expect? Have you got any new divisions, or are you making any changes, or anything like that? The competition is probably just pretty much going to be like the same concept. Um, you know what I mean? Like just we had we started everybody out, everybody rode, and then from that we cut it down to like sixteen guys, I think, and then cut that down to like a, a I can't remember exactly, but it'll be something similar to that where it'll be cut down to the final and then the top six people are going to get paid. Um, first place last year was like $1,200. It'll probably be something like that again. Pretty good. You're right. That's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty good paycheck. Yeah. Especially we'd be converting it to rand. It's like, Whoa, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it a couple, couple months in South Africa. You guys are going to be giving away a car. But pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And that's what I mean. If we keep growing and keep getting money, we're gonna keep throwing it to the riders and keep growing. Dude, that's amazing. That's so. The AM division was like a leaf wake skate, and he's doing that again. We're they're gonna get a leaf wake skate, and then some gear from like Atlas and Steve's. Um, the same like some gear for the women as well, and then um, and probably with the women, depending, we'll do like probably like a winner take all where they'll all just pull all their pride or all their entry fee together and winner take all. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's so cool. And then what, what format were you running? Was it just best two trick lines down the drop or did that change yeah. from division to division? Yeah. So it was, um, we'll see. I'll, I'll see what, like if a bunch of girls sign up, we'll talk to them and see what they want to do and we can, you know what I mean? Whatever makes them happy. And I think for the pro and the AM, we'll do it's a two best two trick line down the first and second drop. And then uh, we just ride back up just to speed the process up and then pass it to the next person. That must be pretty cool, though. I'm pretty sure you get some pretty wild tricks going down on the way up just because someone doesn't really, they just want to throw one tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the Euro gap is really fun, just like hitting a kicker and then you're not getting that impact you know what i mean and then you know you got you're going up that second one just like huck whatever it doesn't matter you gotta walk back anyways <laughs> pretty fun yeah i mean i think in the video that video that that you guys are saying i saw cole did like a was like a back tail body back body big spin <laughs> going up crazy there. yeah yeah baby cole's going crazy <laughs> always always crazy crazy I think this year too, I'm going to try to do like set up like a flat bar, like an incline or something, like just down in the bottom pond off to the side. And like, he wants to bring some winches and like, you know, while the competition's going on or any other time, people can be like riding an incline right there and kind of, you know what I mean? Give that, that Swanee bro feel to it too, you know? Dude, that, that is, that is an amazing <laughs> <Well, idea>. <laughs> Dude, we got plenty of room for it, so it's spacey. Yeah, dude. If you got the space for it, then why not? I mean, that was some of the cool things about the Valdosta contest too. Was the the ability to 
go mm-hmm. out and you know just go shred the cable and then because <laughs> i mean it's, it's always the hardest thing you watch you watch these guys and you watch them absolutely ripping and you just want to ride you just go in and you're like oh dude i've just watched drew kill it like i've just watched him kill it i really want to go shred now yeah. and that's how they're going to feel with max and all these guys riding so i think that's a really really cool idea that's so you could be like walking the rope back and just go look at some banger getting thrown like I'm going to try at least the shove off it or something. <laughs> exactly. Get pumped up. <laughs> so what do you think now, um, if you could see one trick go down from either yourself or anyone else at uh, Blackwater this year, what, what would you like to see? I want to see somebody do a back heel. I don't think I could do a back heel like down the drop. I know obviously Reed needs to get on up here but <laughs> somebody's got it that was that's my, it's been my dream trick but i can't do it i think marcus so, is on the live feed now and we'll get him in later yeah, so, so he, yeah. How, how long till the contest he's got like what like two weeks uh it should be a little more than that it's july uh it's 30th july. july 30th through august 1st so i'm going to keep doing it like the first weekend in august from here on out True, true. So that make that makes sense. I thought I thought um for some reason I thought it was June. Yeah, Marcus says he'll try. I wish it was all in August, but it, it snuck its way into July a little bit, just to confuse me. I <laughs> oh, did. That's that's funny. Um yeah, I think so, yeah. Marcus backyard. That's a good one, dude. I'd I'd be keen to see that too. That'll be really cool to see. What do you think um, toughest challenge about uh, organizing an event? Because I know from, I mean, we both know from our experience, like trying to run an event looks a lot easier from the outside than it is. <laughs> it was real hard. But, you know, it, it's just, I got a bunch of people helping and stuff. Like my girlfriend, Erica, is very helpful with, she's a lot more organized and stuff than me and would be like, you need to do this. And it's like, oh, shit, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> You got help and everything. And I don't know, just pulling triggers. The biggest thing was we just like didn't have too much of a plan when I first like made the flyer and stuff. I got it this year because I'm just pretty much doing the same thing. But the uh, last year was definitely interesting. Just pull triggers and then figure it out as we go. Yeah, sometimes that's the best way to do it. You just got to make the flyer and then take it as it comes. Yeah, definitely. It kind of like you, you make the flyer, push it out, everyone gets amped and you're like, Oh shit! What now? Now, now we have to do this. Like, what do you guys do? Do they do they come down earlier? Do they get there a few days before the event? How yeah. does the whole schedule work? So, um, the contest starts Thursday. Like, anybody's more than welcome to come out. Like Wednesday, Tuesday, come out and camp. Um, it's just ten dollars uh, a night camping. Um, and then, like, I had, like, last year, like, Haney and James and some of those guys came out, like, a week before and just kind of helped out with some stuff. And if anybody wants to do that, just kind of hit me up. And we can line it up. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's really cool. And then overall contest entry fee, like, I know you said on the Instagram that um, it goes, goes back into the, the contest. Or what's – how does that all work? Yeah. Yeah, so the the pro events eighty dollars, the AMs fifty, uh, and the women's. Uh, I actually can't remember exactly what I said. It was thirty, maybe maybe fifty as well. 
But um, the women's, what we're going to do is probably winner take all with that. So however many uh, women enter the division, uh, that whole $50 is just going to go to the, the top place. Um, and then the AM and the pro, a lot of that money, uh, some of it goes towards like the um, like Porta Johns and stuff like that and the PA system. And then uh, the rest is just going straight back to the riders. Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's awesome. I think that's such a cool, such a cool uh, policy that you've got there. I mean, that you just literally it's full of love and everything. Um, yeah. Sure. Just try to give him some money. Dude, which is, I mean, that, that's insane. I mean, you said like pro division takes home close to what, $1,200? Uh, yeah. The top, first place is, was 1200 last year. Um, we'll, we'll kind of just see when we get closer. We have, uh, like the same, it'll be at least $1,200, if that's the way to put it. <laughs> so, it's a very um, decent check. Yeah, and then uh, I remember exactly what it was, but it was still like, it was more than the, the entry fee. So. Dude, that's that's amazing. That's really, like, yeah, like I said, that's cool. I had no idea that that's, um, that's kind of the, the what the riders could walk away with. Anyone yeah. looking to register now? Registrations are open. Um, is there a date that they close? Or do they just message you? Uh, yeah, the um, to uh, to do it, you can just Venmo me or um, Venmo or PayPal. Uh, the Venmo is like at Trace and F my name, and then the um, PayPal is at uh, bwjwakepark at gmail. Uh, and then just as you send that, just send the entry fee and just like name and division, so I can get it written down and you're signed up but yeah we're gonna do uh like two weeks before the contest i think we were gonna do um i have the the dates out there somewhere but uh two weeks before we're going to um end up doing uh like a late fee um and just add a little bit of money just so i know i have a good idea who's coming and get a plan together I gotta get my phone plugged up here. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. That, that's definitely one of the um, the the wrenches that get thrown in the works as you have this contest and you have all these names down, and then you get these late entries. So I think anyone. Yeah, it just makes it a little tough to like plan, and you know what I mean. No, <laughs> like it's hard to to get the brackets all lined up, and it's like shit. Somebody's somebody. Yeah, before, exactly. You know? Yeah, someone, somebody's got to have so. a little fee for the <laughs> the hassle. No, definitely. I mean, I would say for anyone who's who's thinking of entering, please get that entrance fee in before, you know, the the two weeks because it just makes organizing and everything such a dream. Not that we yeah, not, not sure. saying and don't knowing, just having people like knowing now, like okay, X amount of people are coming, so you know it's going to be a good crowd and can kind of plan accordingly and. You know, it gets me stoked anytime I see somebody signed up. It's like, yes, like this person's coming out again, you know. Just makes the whole event run a lot sooner when you know exactly who's in. Yeah, for sure. So that's cool. So let's talk us through like what is the what is that week up to the event? Like what 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 kind of prep work are you doing um leading up to that contest? So pretty much um day to day all summer i'll be like making rails and pulling people and working on the the hemp field and stuff like that so staying busy and then week before like everything will pretty much be ready but week before getting everything weeded and planned out you know what i mean a lot more 
on paperwork than <laughs> yeah, definitely. Than anything else. There's a there's a there's a lot of planning that gets that goes into it. Hey, um, I know you know we you said early on we've got you've got amateur, you've got ladies, and last year you also ran vets. Is uh, are you still running veterans this year? I'm not gonna do veterans just for uh, making room for time, uh, like just swapping it out for girls and just like any vets just sign up for am. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's not like you're excluded from anything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I feel like even uh, John Rocky probably could ride pros and still could surprise a few of us. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, but it, it'll be fun, whatever, whatever ends up happening. Yeah. That's covering up. I had um, like Miles Vickers just signed up, and I, I've never met the guy, but I'm stoked he's coming from the West Coast out to Dude, ride with us. That's sick. It's like a legend. Yeah, for sure. That's that's super cool, man. That's that's cool to see people making the trip out. Um, yeah, I know it's it's not a close it's not a close trip for I think most guys. I think like Marcus was saying from Florida, it's like a twenty hour drive. Um, you know that West Coast. He trip was, is- he's exaggerating. It's like ten from Florida. He's lying. I used to do it. <laughs> I used to do it for like ten hours easy from like Orlando, or ten and a half maybe, but eleven with stops. <laughs> uh, okay cool that sounds that sounds a little bit more manageable then maybe maybe yeah. 20 hours in the in the rv because it's just too comfortable yeah <laughs> and that's all right stopping every five minutes you know <laughs> but yeah i've been uh, from west coast and v that'd be quite a haul a good day at least i think or that west 24. coast yeah that west coast trip is at least a 24-hour drive you know, we should try. <laughs> should definitely try get Reed Watson out there. Yeah, for sure. I haven't seen him in forever. Bunch of this, just so damn far. Yeah, I used I to drive the uh, going to all the the Wakeskate um, events. It's like Ben's is like eight hours for me, and then you know what I mean. If I went to Orlando, it was like eleven. It's like. Some of the times it was just me driving. It's it's intense. Like uh, <laughs> I probably driven like maybe sixteen was the longest I've ever driven. I couldn't imagine. Dude, yeah, no. We had sure. guys come out from Canada. I don't know how long their drive was, but it wasn't. It was probably the furthest. Yeah, that's a that's a trip from from Canada to you. I I remember I was, I remember I was driving from Austin to Orlando, and that was like a sixteen hour haul. And then yeah, yeah, I've never done that. Dude, that was that was that I mean, was a lot. I've been in the car with my parents. We drove to like Colorado or something. Yeah, it's 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 a trip, but it's it's always it's always worth it once you get there, especially when you get to like a wake skate paradise like you guys have. That's any yeah, any sure. trip is worth it. Yeah, for I'm, sure. They were definitely excited. Worth it. Pretty excited. I get to ride it all the time. Feel bad. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad yeah, don't feel, don't bad. <laughs> I feel bad more people don't get to come out and stuff. oh slowly slowly but surely we'll all get we'll all get out there do you have any um any advice for people who are wanting to come to blackwater what do they need to do they need to bring anything specific do they need to think ahead Are just any extras for them yeah so i don't have we don't have any like accommodations we have uh like we talked about in the thing earlier like we have a wedding uh venue there so that has like we have bathrooms and 
uh, there's kitchen amenities and stuff like that if, if needed and stuff. And, um, then we got some showers, but it's, it would all be like tent camping and stuff. But just if you want to come out, just give me a shout out the, the email or uh, my Instagram, the Blackwater Junction Instagram, anything, just reach out. That's awesome. And the Blackwater Instagram is it's just at Blackwater Junction, right? Yeah. At Blackwater Junction. Uh, and then if you go anything, if uh, anybody wants to contact, you can just search like Blackwater Junction Wake Park. It comes up pretty easy with like number and everything else. So. Dude, that, Not that, too hard to find. Just got to look. That, that's awesome. I mean, you, you, you're pretty much the one, the one stop shop to becoming a, an American wake skater right now. You can come there learn your tricks, get married, get the green card and you're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've I've had a bunch of like local kids and like uh there's some like local guys that come out and have like really learned a bunch. You know what I mean? I've pretty much taught them how to wakeboard and stuff like that and seen them progress. It's pretty cool to see. I've had a few jump over to the wake skate, not as much as I was hoping for, but Yeah, I was just about to ask that, but you gotta Baby steps, I guess. Maybe you should just burn all the wakeboards. <laughs> Once they get like comfortable on the wakeboard, then we'll just convert them. You know? We'll uh, see. Yeah. I try to talk anybody if they come. I'm just like, oh, you should hit Ollie down the drop on the wake skate. I've definitely seen a bunch of people do that for sure. I, de- I definitely think a little bit of like a year on the wakeboard is, is not a bad thing for your wake skating at all. No, uh, for sure. Not at all. I don't know how long I rode a couple at least like two years or something before I even touched wake skate. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. Like I actually say to people, if they want to wake, if they want to wake skate and they've never done, and they never skated or anything, I'll say wakeboard and skateboard for a year, then hop yeah. on wake skate. And you'll catch anyone who's been wake skating for the same amount of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what, like, it's, if you want to go for the wake skate, it's sick too, but it's nice definitely getting the fundamentals and figuring it out. Yeah, I feel like once they figure out the wake skate gold mine they're sitting on, then they're gonna start wake skating more. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. <laughs> I've had a few people realize that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. dude. Uh, cool. And then, like, so event-wise, I'm I'm not sure if we touched on this earlier, but just for safety's sake, um, if the format you're doing, you said two trick line down the two drops. Yeah, so best best trick down the first drop and best trick down the second drop. And we got – there's a bunch of rail options. And um, anybody that's, like, watches that video and sees all the rails that are there, it's – I would, it's not comp- pretty dang close. Like, there's a bunch of new rails and some changed up stuff, and it's, like, a whole different place. So it'll be really cool to see what kind of tricks go down and what I got for them. To keep it fresh every year, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, did you see? Have y'all seen the pictures or anything of that hill I made with the curve in it? Uh, the pictures with the curve. Let me go and have a look. It's like you're it's going down like the big drop on like the outside, and it's just got like a nice gentle curve, uh, down and stuff. It's pretty fun, like leaning into it, it just pulls you right back. Dude, that um, sounds. But, that sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't actually seen that, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, I haven't got the guts to get the lock-ins out on it yet, but that's the that's what I'm stoked to see when we look around for sure. Yeah, 
I'm sure one of the one of the boys will bring a lock a lockdown trick in there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. With, that's like the best part about building some of this stuff is like, oh, what's what's Cole and Andrew and them gonna do when they get here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. Uh, can't wait to see what Cole does on this. Yeah, that that is a cool thing. Just building it. I mean, like, yeah, can't wait to see what these guys do <laughs> I can't when do it. But that's like one of the cool things about your that that setup is that there really is something for everyone. Like, you know, you've got like small rails that guys can get technical on. You've got something that's a little bit steep. You've got hubbers that go out, and then you've got a little drop, and then a substantially bigger drop. So I think that's really cool because yeah. a, a lot of the the, the old. Yeah, and a lot of the older tour setups would kind of favor one or the other. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of hard. I would imagine it's harder for the judges now because it's like there's just like a bunch of different options and it's like, I don't even know how you would compare the, you know what I mean? Exactly, like the same that's trick one of the hardest the things. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Who who but, did end up judging for you last year? Uh. So last year for the pro, uh, Mitch and Tommy and um, I think there was a couple of different people that had some says, but like I and and I can't remember exactly. Like Mitch and Tommy were sitting up there like the whole time watching everything, and you know what I mean. Everybody else had some feedback and stuff like that. And then for the um, AM event. I want to say it was like Bammer. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> Sorry for whoever just it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just like whoever was willing to, you know what I mean, sit there and be like unbiased. Yeah, just, I, that's why, like, I, it's hard to kind of plan this stuff ahead. But then once, you know what I mean, we got everybody together and it's like, all right, so who, who can judge this thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it worked out great. Yeah, exactly. It's not an easy job. It was like, yeah. And if you were there, you had a pretty good idea of like what, like there was definitely some close calls for sure, but there was some, some good stuff going down. It was. Yeah, I know. You know I didn't judge it, so that's <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard for them. I mean, just from watching the video, like I, we definitely were like a couple lines and stuff that went down that I was myself was sitting there. I was like, oh that's um that those would be yeah. really tough to compare <laughs> yeah it was tricky i'm sure but it was sick I, I drove a lot of it there was a bunch of people hopped in and were helping driving and stuff like that too so it was sick having just having everybody come together to help me out to make this thing what it was like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same thing if it was just me <laughs> you know what i mean but like everybody jumped in and like TJ on the like the microphone helping out and everybody driving weed and everything else. So. Oh, dude, that that's exactly. Didn't ask for anything better. That's and that that's that's the community and that's the thing. Like I feel like wake skate events almost thrive and run better off that. Like once everyone's just jumping in and going through it, you know, we've got so many people that do so many things so well. You know, you've got the like Tommy. I think is such a good judge. Mm-hmm. TJ is awesome on the mic. Yeah. Marcus filming it like mm-hmm. it really does come together nicely when you've got everyone together for these events. I finally got some thermostats for the pond down here, so I know exactly what temperature it is. <laughs> so anybody wants to know, it's like eighty degrees mm-hmm. in the bottom pond. 
a nice that's nice warm. and comfy yeah that's, so that's there is so but the the top two ponds since are in the shade so much they're actually a lot cooler or cooler i'm sorry and then the top like another five degrees from that cooler so when you fall in like the top top one, you know it can be a little bit nice and nice and chilly. Yeah. Just cool. It's actually it's all spring fed, so there's just like you know what I mean, springs popping up all throughout the bottom of the pond. So it's all nice cold water coming in. Okay, that's awesome. So it's just super clean, fresh spring water in there. Yeah, it's sick. It's I don't really I don't setup. do anything, it just is always flowing over. We just like there was a little creek coming down. Um, there was already like the existing pond that we had, where the bottom pond was already there, and then we just had to do a lot of work to dam those, dam those uh, that little creek that we made. It was all woods, and we cleared everything, made the creek, dammed it up, and then put like the concrete face. And then once we pulled the plugs, it was just been flowing ever since. Dude, so good though. Such like yeah. Every time, everything. Every time I speak to someone, to you, or to anyone else about it, I'm just like more and more itching to go there. I like it. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, on that note, so anyone, anyone who wants to come through to Blackwater, if they want to just come ride or just you know come film and anything like that, I know you have people over there all the time. What do they do? Do they, do they just hit up Blackwater Instagram and say, "Hey, dude, I want to come through. Like, can I bring my tent yeah. and set up?" Yeah, for sure come on out like um we're i run um this year for now i'm just doing the appointment only um hopefully next year depending on how everything goes around here i'll be back open like normal you know what i mean but um like normally it's just and i still like i pull people every day that's not every day but i pull people a lot like local kids and stuff like that so for a functioning park just message me and We'll schedule you in there and get you a camping spot. Yeah, that that's awesome, Trey. Well, dude, yeah, I think it's been good. It's been good chatting to you. I mean, I know it's been good chatting to you, and um, we're all looking forward to hearing more about the event. Do you have any last words with regards to Blackwater Junction 2020 for us? Uh, nothing new. Just like to see everybody out come to the competition. Thanks to Alex Victor again from Leaf. Good enough. Yeah, I'm about to, once we get off of this, I'm going to go make the trophies for this year, and they're looking pretty sweet. So, Sick. got some silicone I'm about to pour up. Ah, uh, dude, awesome, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, thank you so much. We'll be watching from South Africa. We'll be watching um, the contest and pretty amped to see what happens, dude. Yeah, yeah and then Hope hopefully we can make year. it up one. Yeah, for sure. Welcome anytime. Cool. Thank you so much, Trey, and you Thanks. too in South Africa, dude. We'll um, we'll catch up again soon. Sweet. Later, guys. Just Trey. Thanks, eh? Later, dude. Later. Cool. So that pretty much does it then for our Trey Seneff segment or interview. A lot of really, really cool things covered there with Trey. Um, I think a lot of things we didn't know about him and his riding and, you know, the start of his relationship with Alex Victor and all of that. And then obviously Junction Function and Blackwater Junction as it is. Um, you know, like the way they're running the prize money and all that stuff is insane. It's so cool to see or to hear. And 
yeah, I think if anyone can get to that event, they definitely, definitely need to make their way out there. Yeah, or, they definitely must. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure if, if we, if we could, we would. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. If we allow, get some sponsors on this podcast and get us a flight over there. <laughs> Even then, still we'd still be stuck here. So. <laughs> right now we're just happy that we can leave the house yeah for sure um yeah so i think we've mentioned in the podcast enough when all the details so definitely yeah, yeah, but it's know. basically end of july that in last weekend in july into august that's when it's going down so if you can i'll try and make it out there and um yeah i'm gonna put the link to the video um from last year's event in our bio so if you want to go see what last year's event was like go check click on the link on the bio and you'll also see the links to our podcasts um the podcast pages there so um on all different podcast networks cool so that's the link on our instagram here eh? yes that's correct Cool. Yeah, guys. So that rounds off another week of Wakeskate Wednesday um, from live feeds to tutorials to podcasts. But yeah, guys, just please keep your questions coming, keep the feedback, and we will try to keep these coming as regularly as regularly as we can. <laughs>